Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some of my thoughts on the Chlorine Genie. I now have one installed at one of my clients' pools, so I'll go over some of the pros and cons of it and give you a general overview of how it works, and I'll give you my impressions and my honest opinion of the Chlorine Genie. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Also receive priority service, enhanced rebate programs, a discount on your general liability insurance through SPA, a discount on your pool riding software through Skimmer, and an opportunity to co-brand with Leslie's on your social media, website, truck, and more. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So the first thing that I discovered once I had a Chlorine Genie actually installed, I did a video on YouTube where I just had the unit and was going over the different features of it and the parts of it. But now that I have one installed, I can give you an honest opinion of the device. And the first thing that I noticed that I really liked about the Chlorine Genie is that it actually works. It was producing chlorine right away. So that's the key point. I think if you're going to spend the money on it, it needs to be working. And, and of course, when I f- we first started up the machine, we fired it up. I was there with their sales rep, Ernie. And then I also was there with Richard, who helped install the Chlorine Genie. And the install does have a lot of details. So you do need to work with a certified installer. So if you're a pool pro and you want to have this installed at your client's house, I suggest you reach out to either me. You can email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com or Chlorine Genie and they'll put you in touch with the local sales rep, and then the local installer that can help you at least walk you through the first unit and help you set that up because it is a little bit complicated. But I think once you have one device set up and you will walk through it as a pool pro, you could probably do the other ones yourself. But it's always good to have someone kind of holding your hand through a new device. And this one definitely is a new device to me. I probably would not have been able to set it up without the help of Ernie, who has set up about a dozen of these or more than a dozen of them. And then Richard, who has been doing repairs in the pool industry, I would say for 30 years or so. And he had just about every part on his truck, which is really helpful when you do the install. Now the device works. You can see it working right away. I put a test strip in the return line. Of course, you can see the bubbles in the return line. So much like a saltwater generator, if you have like a true clear or a CMP system on your route, you'll see the bubbles in the actual salt cell itself. And that's the chlorine being generated. Same thing here with the chlorine genie. Out of the return lines, you'll see the bubbles coming out, much like um, an ozone system. And therefore, you can see that it's actually working, producing the chlorine. Plus, if you open a lid of the brine tank, which I don't recommend doing with the unit running or getting too close to it because there is chlorine gas in there and you can smell it. I mean, it's just one of those things that's how it makes the chlorine. I guess I should back up a little bit here and describe how this thing actually works. So... The Chlorine Genie is a salt water system, so to speak, but it's not really a salt water system. It's a salt water device, I should probably say in a better term. So inside the tank itself, they call it the brine tank. 
it's basically like a giant water cooler and it's on the bottom you can put salt in there and then you would fill it with water i would say it has about six or eight gallons of water in there when you first start it's hard to say how many gallons of water is actually in there but i think that's about what's in the brine tank with about 80 to 100 pounds of core extra coarse salt and there's a separate tube where a salt cell actually sits in there and the salt cell will interact with the water in the brine tank now it's in a separate compartment and you're not supposed to get any salt in there so keep that in mind when you're pouring the bag of salt in there you don't want any salt going into the chamber where the salt cell is located but it'll take the water that's coming in from your hose after it goes through a little bit of a process it goes into a cooling chamber in the back and then it goes into a descaler the same kind of filter you would find on a tankless water heater basically or a water heater when you have hard water then it goes into this reverse osmosis device i don't know much about that particular technology but i do know it separates the water and it makes one stream even softer and at this point that's the water that goes into where the cell is at where the salt cell and that really keeps the salt cell from having a lot of calcium buildup issues now you can clean the salt cell with a there's like a little injection it looks like almost like a, a vial that you would have in a hospital and you would put muriatic acid in there and you would just pump it into a line into the salt cell and that would the salt cell chamber and that would just take the calcium off the cell but with the soft water i don't think it's going to be a big problem with a lot of calcium buildup on the salt cell itself i think that's one of the probably the only maintenance things you have to do besides adding about a 40 pound bag of salt every month and you want to use extra coarse salt for this device because it'll dissolve a lot slower and make it last longer you use regular pool salt it probably won't last as long inside the tank and that would get expensive the extra coarse salt is about five dollars per bag so it essentially does the same thing that a salt water generator will do with the pool water except in this case all of the salt and water is contained inside the chlorine genome device itself and it's not in the pool water so of course there's a lot less corrosion and you don't need to add, you know, 14 or 18 bags of salt to a pool. You'll just add the salt to the brine tank itself. And that'll produce the chlorine. And I think the question is, well, how much chlorine does this device make? It depends on the runtime of the device. But I can tell you just from my early observation, it makes quite a bit of chlorine for a pool running for a short period of time. You would set the time basically with an endomatic timer on the front and the longer you run the chlorine genie, of course, the more chlorine it'll produce for the pool. It's important to have the pool timer and the chlorine genie coming at the same time. Obviously, it's not going to work if the pool's off, and vice versa. It's not going to produce chlorine if the chlorine genie timer is off. Now, this is a little bit low-tech, and I guess this would be a negative. It uses the intermatic timer on there. They're very reliable, but maybe a digital timer on there eventually that's built into the system. Maybe something that you would find in a variable speed pump. That way you can get a relay and connect it to an automated system and control the chlorine genie from there. Right now you can't currently control can't control the chlorine genie output except from the intermatic timer on front. So you can't really connect it to an automated system of that type or a variable speed pump to kind of run it in conjunction with each other. Not a huge drawback because most saltwater systems don't connect into automated panel anyway unless you have a man major manufacturer brand and it's made dedicated for that like Pentair, Hayward, and uh, Fluidra. But in most cases, it's not a big drawback. It's just something that maybe they should think about for a future generation of the product. Now, I talked about the setup being a little bit complicated. And it is if you don't know hydraulics and the pool system and kind of how this thing works. You'll find the tubing system very familiar if you have a Hasa liquidator. 
device, the tubes actually go into a high pressure return uh, fitting. And this is like a Venturi device and it takes the water from this little tube and kind of shoots it in there at high pressure. If you have a Polaris cleaner, you kind of get the idea with the Polaris line. If you take the Polaris out of the pool, you'll see the three Venturis on top shooting the water and accelerating it. And then it goes into a what they give you is a flex three-fourth flex tubing, but we installed it with a regular three-fourth schedule 80 PVC pipe. And this water will go in there from the tubing from the chlorine genie, and then it will actually go into the return line. So it's not too complicated. Now at the chlorine genie itself, it has two electronic ball valves, kind of like the valve actuators on a pool. If you have a solar system, you'll be familiar with how the jammy valve will activate to divert the water to the solar panels on your roof. Very similar concept here. So when you turn the chlorine genie on and when it activates, the ball electronic ball valve will open up. You'll hear it actually turning in there, the gears. And this lets the water from the water source, which is usually a hose bib. Now I connected this particular installation with a garden hose, and then I connected the small little fitting with an adapter I got from Amazon. So it's like a little... Um, hose nozzle but with a little adapter for the smaller hose the same size hose that you would have in the refrigerator if you have a refrigerator making ice and water and then that goes into the chlorine genie this ball valve opens up when you turn on the chlorine genie to let water into the system and then on the bottom after the it goes through the process of putting the water into the tank i mentioned the hardness filter and the reverse osmosis there's another ball valve electronic ball valve on the bottom it opens up and lets the chlorine into the pool itself. So these two electronic ball valves will activate. One will open up when you turn on the unit to let the water into the tank through that system I described. And then the other ball valve opens up on the bottom and let the chlorine into the pool. And that's how the chlorine gets introduced. It's a pretty simple process. And right off the bat, there are some fail points that could happen if it's set up incorrectly. So number one, it has to have a constant water source. So if someone turns off the garden hose, well, then the water is not going to go in there. And then the water will drain down into the tank. And this will, of course, damage the unit in a couple days unless you turn the water back on. So fail point number one, you want to make sure that there's always a water source going into the unit. The fail point number two would be if one of these ball valve actuators were to fail. And this probably could happen. And that's why you have to check the unit at least once a week to make sure that everything's working. So when you turn the unit on, you'll hear both ball valves open up. It's not something I, don't, I think you have to worry about. The actuators last a very long time on a pool, and these look like they're really well made also. I wouldn't be overly concerned with the ball valves failing, but there's a fail point there to be aware of if there's a problem with the unit. And then, of course, the third fail point would be if the timer for the chlorine genie is not set when the pool pump turns on and therefore won't be producing chlorine. It's very simple if you, you can avoid all of these problems by keeping an eye on the water source coming into it and the ball valves to make sure they're working. And then, of course, you want to make sure the timer is set to match the pool pump. Not rocket science, but I can see where if you have one of these installed, if one of these things were not to work, this thing wouldn't be producing chlorine for you. The yearly maintenance would be replacing the hard water filter that's in there. It may be replacing the reverse osmosis filter at the same time. And then you have salt cell cleaning with the injector that comes with the device that goes into a tube in front. And this will clean the salt cell chamber. There's no need to take the salt cell out and soak it in acid. 
you just inject pure muriatic acid into the chamber and that will clean any calcium off the salt cell. Another great thing about this unit is that there's a what they call the pH drain. So when you initially open it up, about two gallons will come out. And then it's going to drip out from that point on. So you'll have a slight drip coming out of the unit. And that's why you need to drain it into an area like a drain or the dirt or gravel. You don't want to drain it into grass or on cement because this is high, high alkaline water coming out of the unit itself. So this is the sodium hydroxide that the salt cell makes, and all salt systems make this. And this is why the pH in the salt water pool will rise so rapidly because of the sodium hydroxide being produced by the salt system. With the pH drain, you can drain the sodium hydroxide out of the pool, and therefore there's no need to add muriatic acid in most cases. And this is dependent on the pool size, of course, and how long you run the device so that it can drain some of the um, sodium hydroxide out of the pool and thereby keeping the pH from going up in there. Plus the uh, soft water in the brine tank is lower in pH, and so this will also keep the pH from rising with this particular system. So I like the fact you don't have to buy chlorine anymore, nor will you need to buy any muriatic acid or soda ash since you can close the pH drain, and that'll raise the pH in the pool, and keeping the sodium hydroxide returning to the pool return lines. This is a really smart concept, it's a device with very few moving parts. Again, I mentioned the two ball actuators that open up, or the two ball valves with actuators that open up to let the water flow through the unit. And this is also a safety mechanism so that the water is not constantly flowing in the unit and flooding out of the top of it. Let me go over some of the setup parameters for you so you get an idea of how or where to put this device. It needs to be within 10 feet of the equipment area, mainly because it has a 10-foot cord. And you definitely want to install a waterproof kind of system around the outdoor plug so that no water gets in there and, and shorts out the GFI and you have to reset it. I wasn't particularly happy with the handyman job of this particular pool because the power wasn't working so I told the customer to get an electrician out there to fix the plug and a handyman just kind of replaced and put it right on top of the timer which is kind of awkward so there's of course a safety cover on there now so it's not going to get wet but it was one of those kind of duh things. But, you know, handymen are like that. Can't expect a non-electrician to set things up correctly. But it is working and it is effective. So you need a power source by the pool equipment. And then you also need to have a spot to put the chlorine genie. It's like the size of one of those sparkless water coolers, basically, if you want to get a size correlation of this device. So you need somewhere to put that particular device and then you need a water source. Now I ran this one with the garden hose because it, it, the hose bib is pretty far from the actual pool equipment. You can't use pool water because of the hardness of the pool water. And plus there's chlorine in the pool and that water will eventually corrode and damage things inside the unit. So you have to use a fresh water source, which is the garden hose connector. So I used the garden hose and I connected the small connector to it because I didn't want the gardener cutting the small cable and I figured with the garden hose, and I ordered a I ordered a high a high quality one to replace the one that I had in the initial video, so that it's not going to leak because the water has to be on constantly. And I don't want the gardener again to cut the line or step on it or damage it. So garden hose is probably the simplest way in this setup. Now, if the hose spigot or bib is closer, you can definitely connect it directly with the tubing. But I preferred using the garden hose on this setup. After that, you're just going to need to plumb in the three fourth flex hose. But again, I prefer the regular PVC pipe. 
and Richard, the installer, also preferred that, so he had it in his truck. We did the three-fourths line, kind of like a Polaris booster pump line. So if you ever put in a Polaris booster pump and you plumbed it in, this is kind of the same concept, plumbing this in for the water to get injected back into the pool. So it was pretty easy once you set one up again. There's little details like compression fittings here and there, and this can be walked through with an installer so that if you did want to install it or become a certified installer in your area, you could probably do that pretty easily after your first install. So I think the biggest drawback, and I saved this for last, is the price point of this device. It retails for $4,000 for the unit that's for residential use. The commercial unit has two salt cells, and this is actually, I think, $6,000 for that unit. So the price point is prohibitive to most consumers. I mentioned a lot of times that you're never going to equal the cost of your saltwater generator, which is like 1500 bucks with going away from chlorine because you have to get a salt cell every four or five years. And therefore, the cost of chlorine will never equal the cost of your saltwater generator. Probably the same concept here. The price of chlorine, of course, is elevated, but you will probably never equal the 4000 price point of this device by going away from chlorine and muriatic acid. It's more of a luxury convenience item, I think, for most homeowners that want something like this. It's not something that's going to save you money on chlorine, so I think the concept or the people that are going to purchase this device are more of the high-end clients that want something that's going to introduce chlorine in a safe way without making the water corrosive like a saltwater system. And I think a lot of builders will be putting these in. The maintenance on this thing is really easy. There's a salt stick in front, and when it drops down to a certain level, you have to add salt to the unit, about 40 pounds per month is what they are saying based on the usage of it. And then there's this components you have to check ever so often, the hard water filter every year, the reverse osmosis filter, and pretty much make sure the tubings aren't leaking. And that's basically it with this unit. It's pretty simple to maintain and it's not rocket science as long as you have those things working like I mentioned, the water source on and having the timers match the device. So there's room for improvement with this device. They purchased it. I think it was Ultimate Water that purchased the device from an individual that made this about 25 years ago. And he's been upgrading the components. He sold it about two years ago, I think, with probably the version that's what they're using now, except for a few tweaks here and there. So there's room for improvement. There's room to, to um, modernize it a little bit more. I think a timer that can be connected to an automated system or VS pump would be ideal. Maybe when they connect to a relay on the back of an of an uh, VS pump, that way the relay will activate the actual unit itself. And then when the pump turns off, the relay will turn off the power to the unit. Something to think about if, in the future units of this device. But as it stands right now, I think the Chlorine Genie is a device that works really effectively for what it does. And that's generate chlorine for the pool without having to add the salt to the water. And also you can keep the pH in balance with the device by the runtime and the pH drain. And one last thing to note about the unit is the fact that you have to independently verify the chlorine level, much like a saltwater system, doesn't really tell you how much chlorine's in the pool, and you have to regulate the pH, of course. So if you're using the pH drain and the pH gets down below 7.4, I definitely would say close the drain off or adjust it so the drip is even less, or adjust the runtime of the chlorine genie down or up to get more chlorine produced in the pool or to get the acid reduced in the pool by running it less, things like that, closing the drain off for a week. So there's different ways to regulate this device, but you have to independently test the chlorine level. 
and the pH level every week in the pool. As far as the components go, they look very long-lasting. I mean, you have tubing, of course, that could crack over time. But I think the tubing, like anything else, is something to just keep an eye on. If you have an offline chlorinator, you have to watch the tubing also. And also, the chlorine lines can get some buildup in it. So there's also a uh, tube in front where you can actually inject muriatic acid into the chlorine lines to clean those out. So I think there are things that they've thought of over the 25-year period to kind of offset any kind of problems you may have with the unit. To me, it's a really easy operation or easy. If the unit actually has an easy way of operating once you look at it and study it. And I think the inventor of this is, was very innovative 25 years ago. And of course, the components changed over that time. Things got modified and improved on. But to come up with an idea like this in a device that actually generates or makes the chlorine, it's like a miniature chlorine factory is probably the best way I can describe it. But a device that actually makes the chlorine at the pool side and then returns it into the pool without adding all that salt to the water is genius. I think the price point, of course, is going to be prohibitive to a lot of consumers that want this device. But for someone, you know, spending 100000 on their pool, having one of these installed is not a big deal. For someone who's trying to move away from chlorine and is on a budget, you probably aren't going to gravitate towards a chlorine genie as your first choice for a device. Saltwater generator at fifteen or 1800 This is probably more on your radar than the chlorine genie. But I kind of look at it like this. Tesla is the number one selling electric vehicle in the United States. They have about 75% of the market, and they're the most expensive electric vehicle to drive. And so why is Tesla so successful? They make a product for a consumer base that has a need for these particular vehicles. And I think Chlorine Genie is the same. They have a product that is made for a segment of the consumer base for pool care that really would want a device like this. And I think there is a market for it, of course. Not for everyone, but of course, neither is a Tesla for everyone. So I think there's a market for it for sure. And it works as it's designed to work. And I really think the unit is going to be very successful in this particular segment of someone who wants to add chlorine and balance their pool without having to add trichlor tablet or liquid chlorine to the pool, or doesn't want to bring the salt level in their pool to 3,400 parts per million, which could lead to some corrosion of the equipment. So this is something definitely to look into if you're in the market for a device like this. And again, it's been on the market for 25 years and they're refining it. I think this is one of the best versions of it, of course. And like with anything, there are a few things they can probably improve in the future generation. But this one works effectively. And I think if you were going to get one of these installed, you'll be really happy with the product and with the results of it and with the chlorine production that this has to offer you without having to invest in a saltwater generator or have any kind of chemicals added to your pool. If you're looking for the videos of this, you can go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com, and then you click on the top of the banner. There's a YouTube icon there that'll take you to my YouTube channel. I also have a drop-down menu on my website, Swimming Pro Learning, with the Chlorine Genie on the product section of the site. And you can see the two videos that I recorded there on this device and get an idea of what I'm talking about here when I'm describing how it works. And if you want to listen to other podcasts on the same website, on that same banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that. That'll take you to a menu of different podcasts that I recorded. I have over 900 podcast episodes for you to listen to there. If you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguardcoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a rest of your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show.
Real quick, if you're not using pool server software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getSkimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getSkimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.